Hi everyone, this is Father Albert. Ito naman si Father Chris. And, And this, this is The Pascast. Hello everyone! And we are back with another episode of the podcast. I'm Father Albert. I'm Pads Chris. Ayun! And we are so excited. Ayun na natin patagalin pa. Bakit Pads? Very special tong episode na gagawin natin. Mm. Well, lahat naman ng episode na ginagawa natin ay special. special. Pero uh, there's something uh, extra uh, mm-hmm. unusual. Unusual? <laughs> <laughs> Yung <laughs> palitan natin. Oo, hindi okay lang yun. Tama, di ba? Kasi nga unique tong episode na to because we have a guest who is international. First time natin oh, gagawin oh, to. Oo, oh, oh, di ba? Eh, all the way from where, Fads? From Myanmar. Ayun, from Myanmar. And uh, he's a missionary there from the Society of St. Columban. And uh, kaklase namin to sa LST noon. Magkakasama Loyola School of Theology. Loyola School of Theology. Uh, so dati, naglo, ano lang tayo, nagbibiroan sa hallway, kumakain ng, uh, <laughs> sa kantin. Pero ngayon, isa na siyang ganap na missionero. missionero sa Myanmar. At marami siyang makukulay na experiences. So sa episode na ito ay ating interviewin mm-hmm. at siguradong marami tayong makukuha ng mga meaningful mm-hmm. uh, insights from Father Kurt. Yes, so uh, let's give a warm podcast welcome to Father Kurt. Zion Pala, SSC. Hi, Pads! Hi, maraming salamat sa imbitasyon. Oo, grabe ang layo ha. International na talaga tayo, International Pads. na? Oo, Ako ngay. ba yung unan yung international guest? <laughs> ikaw, ikaw talaga, oo. oo wala... Maraming salamat. Oo, and we're so proud na nakasama ka namin at pagbigyan mo kami. Uh, Proud tayo tsaka masaya kasi ang ating guest, si Father Kurt, ay hindi lang natin guest kung hindi ating dating kaklase. Oh. At syempre, kaibigan pa rin. Yan, mm-hmm. Kasama sa sa religious life. Yan, sa pagtulong sa pagpapalaganap ng salita ni Heso Kristo. Yes, how time flies, no? Pero... Para mas makilala mo natin si Father Kurt, bago natin i-explore yung kanyang experiences sa kanyang mission, uh, we'd like to just ask you, Pads, konting kwento naman. Yung pinaka-common na question binabato sa mga pare, di ba? So, yung ating vocation story. So, uh, konting kwento naman, Father Kurt, paano ka naging pare? Uh, how did it start for you? And so on. Yung vocation story ko naman, I think typical kasi nanggaling ako sa bilang altar server. Mm-hmm. So I was an altar server from siguro mga grade 4. From grade 4 hanggang nag high school. So after high school, isang madre nagsabi sa akin na bakit di ka magpare. So when at one time may bumisitang Columban na pare mm-hmm. sa school namin sa Iligan City. So, nagtanong siya kung sinong interesado na na magpari. So, isa ako sa nag-volunteer. So, from that time, I joined the Columbans straight after high school. So, I was in Cebu for the formation until uh, college. No, I finished college. But, I took a break. So, after college, mm-hmm. I left the seminary. Saka nagtabaho muna ako for at least 
around five years. So I was a teacher for a few months. Saka umasok ako sa government service for around four years. And then eventually, I decided to return to formation. So in short, uh, I it was a typical but also not typical. No, I took a break and then so I had the experience of being in the seminary and also uh, ah. leaving the seminary. So what brought you back, Father Kurt? What is the process? Na yon? I mean, curious, siguro yung mga nakikinig. Uh, how does that? Uh, oh. How did that happen for you? Mm. I was working for almost five years. So by that time, I turned 25. So mm. parang natanong ko sa sarili ko, tumatanda na, tapos parang wala pa akong nakikitang parang tinatanong ko if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I think around that age, 25, I was thinking already if I want to marry or if I want to to mm-hmm. pursue my vocation no, to the priesthood. So I think I was asking for a sign. And then at that time, I, I also got to know St. Therese of Listu. Mm-hmm. So I, I, one, one friend asked, told me to, to, to pray to, to her for her intercession and ask for a sign. And I think I can remember uh, the sign was I, I got, I received or in church, no, I received a uh, rose. Mm-hmm. And for 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 that sign, I was asking if I receive that kind of sign, uh, I will leave my job and and pursue the priesthood, no. So eventually, why uh, after that time, I decided to join the Columbans again. Because sabi ko if if this will not work with the Columbans. I will not become a priest. I will continue mm. another life, no, another kind of life. So, I think what really uh, changed was the thought of if this kind of life, no, yung buhay ko dati, office lang, because I work for the government, so office lang every day, and I was finding it uh, like meaningless. Na I was just in. Uh, I wasn't really engaged with other people. So I, I thought that maybe this is not the life I want to continue to pursue. Yes, I have a good pay. No, it was, it was providing for what I need. I even can help my parents, but it was not giving me some meaning. Parang kulang. So kaya naisipan kong bumalik sa formation. Sa formation. Uh, Father Kurt, ang tanong ko lang kasi yung unang beses na pasok mo pa sa seminary doon ka sa Society of St. Columban then you took oh. some time off pero doon ka pa rin bumalik uh, mm. siguro matatanong din ng mga yes. listeners din na nagdi-deserve ng kanilang vocation hindi mo ba na-consider na pumasok sa mm. diocese o bakit napili mo pa rin yung, yung religious life o bakit sa St. Columban? Mm. I was, I mean, I am from Iligan City, no? And Iligan was, used to be a, under the care of the Columban fathers. So i known them from when I was still a child, hanggang I joined the formation. And for me, the, the mission is, is, is very attractive. Like, 
I, I want to get out of, of the country no? and uh, explore. And I found the Columban mission to very appealing no? sa, sa my personal interest, but also my desire to serve the Lord. No? Na I feel I can do more outside the Philippines, outside the church mm-hmm. in the Philippines, but in other places also. So that's why I, I decided to continue uh, with the Columbans. Uh, so there was always a desire for a mission outside to really go yes. to the to the farthest places, no? Ang galing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ako hindi ko mai ako talaga no. It's a really specific charism siguro talaga pa mm-hmm. please no. Ah, mm. uh, ikaw pa skirt ngayon na naandiyan ka na sa sa Myanmar. Pwede bang masabi sa amin ah uh, gaano katagal ka na diyan sa sa mission? Ah, uh, okay. diyan. Oh, kam- at saka kamusta rin diyan okay. sa iyong ano, pinuta- nag-meet ba yung iyong expectation? nung ikaw ay seminarista pa lang na gustong pumunta sa mission, sa reality na meron ka ngayon dyan sa Myanmar? Uh, ang Myanmar uh, is not the first mission that I had. I was in Fiji, no? sa Fiji oh. Islands uh, for two years bago ako na-ordain. So I had an initial mission experience. So yung first love ko talaga is Fiji. Mm-hmm. So I remember nung una kong uwi, uwi, unang uwi ko sa Pilipinas, akala ko, it's like going home. no? But what I felt was, I was leaving home. So I was leaving Fiji, so I felt like I was leaving home. So when I arrived in the Philippines, and then they told me I have to go to another country, yung disappointment ko talagang malalim kasi I fell in love with my first mission. No? I learned the language, I learned the culture. Talagang mapamahal sa iyo yung yung mga tao na na makasalamuha mo. In the same way when I arrived in Myanmar, of course it took a while, no? Especially if you love someone for the first time, it's your first love. It's not diffi- I mean it's not easy to forget, forget your first love. So in the same way, it was not easy for me to to forget Fiji. But eventually, I'm in in Myanmar. It's been uh, three years already. Uh-huh. So in the same way, I fell in love with with the people here, and uh, having those two experience of mission, in some ways, makes me really value my not only my work here but the time I have here in in Myanmar, because mm-hmm. here. It's a different experience from Fiji or from the Philippines. Uh, kasi dito minority ang Catholics. So medyo yung experience natin sa Philippines na we are the majority is the total opposite here. Like if you go out, people will not bother to even if you wear the kasak. Wala silang pakialam kasi for them, uh, they don't even know a lot of things about catholics mm. no so so my experience here is also humbling because i have to learn back to zero everything no so from from learning fiji and hindi now i have to learn two languages mahirap siya pero masaya Mm-mm. okay naku ang dami kong gustong itanong teka lang pero <laughs> Uh, sorry, kasi sobrang foreign ito sa experience natin bilang... Ay, wait, si Father Chris, nakapag-mission na rin ito kahit pa paano. 
uh, sa Spain. So, I guess there is a oh, may connect, oh. no? Oh, oh. Pero ako, this is a very foreign experience for me. Wala talaga akong uh, experience ng ganito. Pero I wanna take, go a, a deep dive muna dun sa Fiji kasi nga, sabi mo yun yung first love mo. Tsaka yun talaga yung una mm. mong salang, kumbaga. No? Yes. Kahit hindi ka pa pari nun. So, what, uh, can you just uh, describe to us uh, in more detail how it was yung pagdating mo doon, yung mga first impression mo, and what made you love it so much? Actually nga, yung, it was my first, not my first flight outside of the Philippines, mm. but I missed my flight. So I, I arrived maybe a week late mm. in Fiji because I thought maraming nangyari, no? So I missed my flight, so I had to wait for five more days. Because yung flight to Fiji from Hong Kong was only once a week. So, medyo, I had some time to spend in Hong Kong. So, everyone in the Columban uh, community knew that I missed my flight. So, it was both a funny and uh, memorable experience. When I arrived in Hong Kong, that I had to wait for another week to get on to the next flight. So I was I was really thinking was is this a bad sign nga na miss ko yung yung flight ko. But eventually I arrived in Fiji, but my first impression of Fiji was akala ko uh, hindi ako lumabas ng Pilipinas kasi when I landed in the airport in Fiji, puro uh, anong tawag dito? Coconuts. Parang Uzami City lang. Nakarating na kayo sa Uzami City. Napakaliit ng international airport nila. Puro so when coconuts. I arrived, I thought, oo, parang Pilipinas lang. Uh-huh. But when I eventually saw the people, ang lalaki, ang tatangkad, and they're very different, no? Fijians. Mm-hmm. So when I arrived there, then I realized I'm in a different country already. So I spent my time in Fiji uh, learning Hindi, the uh, Indian language. Kasi mm. yung uh, karism ng Colomban sa Fiji is working with the minorities and yung Indian population is one of the minorities in, in Fiji. Ah, so, okay. I, I learned the uh, Hindi language and how I fell in love with the people because I have to stay at least six months with one family. Uh-huh. So the entire time I was in Fiji for that three years, I was adopted by three families. And hanggang ngayon, I'm still in touch with them. And it's really, uh, yung, yung, yung uh, connection does not end. No? So I was there when they were young and now uh, the children of the families that I stayed with were still uh, small no at that time so ngayon puro uh, kasal na so now they have their own children so it's amazing how to see uh, these families also grow no that I, I spend time with so that's why it's not difficult to fall in love with, with the people that you work with because they will welcome you like they are I mean you are your own they are your own people mm-hmm. I naalala ko nga minsan they told me uh Brother, because they will call you brother. Don't worry. If you uh, you may not have your family here, but we are your family. So when they tell you that those words, uh, you can't help but really 
uh, feel like you are leaving home mm-hmm. when you go back to the Philippines. Mm. Ako nagandahan ako doon sa sinabi ni Padskirt na kanina na yon ang hirap din na iwanan, kalimutan yung una mong minahal. Yan, kaya nga yung sa, sa, sa Fiji. Tapos yung pag-uwi niya dito sa Pilipinas nang iniisip niya na na parang talagang tunay na pag-uwi sa dating tahanan, sa dating pamilya, eh hindi naman talaga mararamdaman yung pag-uwi. Kasi yung puso minsan ng isang misyonero, talagang naitanim na doon sa isang lugar. At ngayon nga, nasa bagong lugar siya, nasa Myanmar. So parang naisip ko talaga yung, ano, yung missionary heart ni, ano, ni, ni Padskirt. Na talagang yun talaga yung proseso, no? Na uh, your heart is being planted on one place, then suddenly... Uh, because of the call of the mission ng congregation, it will be uprooted and placed in another place. So, mag-a-adjust ka uli talaga eh. Oo. Uh, uh, ako naman, baka anong merong mga, ano naman yung mga naging difficulties mo dun sa Fiji? Uh, I mean, sa culture or sa language or kung ano man. Yung pinakauna kong uh, yung nahirapan talaga ako sa kultura ng Fijians, may, inu- may iniinom sila. Ang tawag dito ay uh, Yangona. So, gawa siya sa, sa isang roots ng isang halaman na binibilad muna nila sa araw hanggang matuyo. Tapos, once it's dried, ginagawa uh, nilang powder. Mm-hmm. Tapos, y- yung powder na Yangona uh, isasalang sa parang cloth, cloth tapos lalagyan ng tubig. So, yung, yung tubig, yun yung iniinom mm. nila. Uh, hindi siya, it's not alcohol, pero yung effect niya, it relaxes you. So, instead na kung, kung, sa, kung sa alak, pag iniinom mo, medyo maingay. Yung yanggona, once they start drinking, Oo. just very silent, no? Very quiet. Pero yung lasa niya, just to describe it, yung parang uh, putik na nilagyan ng tubig. Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> Oo. So yung unang-una kong inom, siyempre, <laughs> kasi kultur- cultural uh, cultural practice nila, mm-hmm. sinabihan ako na wag mong tanggihan. Mm-hmm. Uh, kahit hindi mo kayang inumin, inumin Yan mo. So, yung unang bowl na binigay sa akin, siyempre, pag bisita ka, isipin nila, give him the biggest bowl. Ah, <laughs> so, yung, yung pinakamarami agad. Binigay sa akin, yung pinakamalaki. <laughs> yung bowl na gawa sa uh, coconut, ay, ano oh, oh. dito? Ayun, ah, imba, medyo oh, parang ganun. nakakalimutan ko na yung kagalog ko. Ah, <laughs> <Saya>. oh. <laughs> Uh, lubi in Bisaya. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yung coconut, yung, yun ang ginagawa nilang bowl. Mm. So, yun ang iniinom nila. So, after nung first week, nagreklamo talaga ako sa, sa director ko, yung FM, uh, first mission director ko, sabi ko, uh, Father, I think I cannot continue in this mission. <laughs> Kasi talagang bumibigay yung sikmura ko. Hindi ko nakakaya na inumin yung pinapainom sa akin. So, so ang, sinabihan ako na, you can drink the first bowl, but the second bowl, you can give some reason, no? Just to tell them na it's enough, no? Tama na yung isa. 
Pero kalaunan, parang feeling ko na naging adik na ako sa ha, sayang na. Kasi, oo, kasi isipin mo, sa dalawang taon ko na nandun, ang lagi kong ginagawa, binibisita ko yung mga pamilya. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, during the morning, I go house to house. So, it's either they offer you the yanggona or yung tea, tsaa. So, kadalasan, to be able to talk to the men, no, yung mga kalalakian, mm-hmm. they always talk around the yanggona. No? Kung sa atin pa, laging nagtatagay. Oo, okay sa kanila, yung yanggona ang tinatagay. Sashat ka rin. So, after almost, <laughs> eh, yun yung sinashat nila. So, syempre, sinong hindi ma- ma-addict doon? So, yun, parang naging way ko rin siya na to get into their families, no? to to get into the culture. Kasi if you don't also learn their culture, you will also not learn oh, how to nga. to communicate with them, no? Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, galing. So I think to be a, a missionary, you have to be open and mm-hmm. adventurous, no? Kahit oh, oh. kahit yung uh, talagang mahirap lunukin o inumin, talagang kinakaya para sa <laughs> Pagpapalaganap na Oo. <laughs> magandang balita. Oh, totoo yan. Kasi kapag ikaw yung tao na na-close, very defensive sa sarili mo at sa sarili mong mm-hmm. culture, hindi ka talaga magiging ano, effective oh, na missionary. Okay, Kailangan yung, meron kang openness oh, talaga. Pa-exemption ka palagi. Ay, sobra naman yun. Oh, hindi, di ba? Yung, ah, sorry kasi Actually, sa amin oh, hindi ganyan eh. Oh, Ay, oh. <laughs> walang mangyayari sa mission. <laughs> Kailangan marunong ka rin mag-adapt, Wala. mag-inculturate. Sa, sa ibang tao, no, no, magandang sa ibang tao. Kaling, no? May mga embarrassing ka bang mm. moments doon sa Fiji or funny? <laughs> kung gusto mo lang na ma-share. Marami. Lalo na sa sa language, no? Siyempre, hindi mo agad ma-master yung yung language. Saka, kasi ako left-handed ako. So, lahat ng magsulat, kumain, puro left. Eh, sa kultura ng Indians, yung left na kamay eh, masama. Mm-mm. Parang evil for them. No? Eh, hindi ko alam. So, lahat ng every time I offer something to them, I use my left hand. So, one time parang notice ko, iba yung reaction nila. Medyo parang ayaw nila tanggapin. Kasi it comes from my left hand. So, eventually, napagsabihan ako na... na you should not do that no pero uh, these are just the small things no uh, ano pa ba yun lang yung mapagpalit yung mga salita so mm-hmm. syempre itawa mo na lang kasi if you take it seriously <laughs> ikaw lang din yung mahihirapan mm-hmm. okay so Fiji yon di ba ngayon naman pa-skirt uh, from Fiji Ayan, punta tayo sa iyong bagong ano, mission uh, station or home. Sabihin natin, ito yung tahanan mo ngayon sa, sa Myanmar. So, kumusta naman pwede mo, yung nasabi mo sa Fiji, nagbabahay-bahay ka, kinakausap mo yung mga, yun, yung mga pamilya-pamilya, at yung mga kalalakihan nga, nakakausap mo sila sa pamagitan din ng pag-inom din ng kanilang ano eh, uh, inumin doon sa kanilang bansa. Ngayon naman, dyan sa Myanmar, uh, what occupies your time? Ano yung usually na ginagawa mo araw-araw at ano yung expected sa iyo as ano diyan missionary? Okay. 
uh, nung dati na medyo uh, yung wala pa yung yung coup, yung early at least around my second year around my second year uh, i i work a lot with university students kasi dito parang nakita ko na walang ministry para sa mga estudyante lalo na yung mga university students so sinimulan ko yung parang movement ng mga estudyante catholic students here sa sa diocese uh, yung diocese na pinagtatrabahuan ko is near the Chinese border sa north mm. and in this part medyo magulo because they have been in a civil war for the last I think uh, 11 to 15 years already Wow. so may mga refugees may mga ethnic groups at saka dito majority ang Buddhist so I more or less divided yung time ko sa university students saka sa interfaith dialogue. So, yung first year ko, I spent around one month staying in a Buddhist monastery. Wow. So, doon ako nag-aral una ng Burmese saka ng about Buddhism. So, medyo nagtataka sila bakit ako gustong matuto ng Burmese and why am I staying with them, no? yung mga monks. So, interestingly, mas, na, mas nakaka-relate sila sa Catholics, yung Buddhist na monks. Ah, talaga? Kasi yung Buddhist monks, oh, sa kanila, bawal din yung mag-asawa. So, for us, the same thing. So, they find that uh, relatable mm-hmm. compared to other Christian groups here, yung, yung mga Baptist. Kasi yung mga pastor nila dito, nag-aasawa. So, mas nakaka-relate sila sa Catholics. Ang nakaka- nakaka ang sa ano uh, what's different is you you also have to defend the other religions here because sa Buddhist uh, pan, sa paningin nila yung Muslim eh, talagang kaaway ng mga Buddhist no mm. they really see Muslims in a very negative way tulad ng if you are aware of the Rohingyas no mm. of uh-huh. the Rohingyas in, in the south of Myanmar so they have a very negative image of Muslims. So, in some ways, parang nagiging advocate na rin ako ng ibang religions to, in some way, to educate them no, na what you hear in the news about other religions is not is not true, no? not generally uh-huh. true. So, my time is also spent with uh, inter-religious dialogue. So, here, medyo mahirap yung magbahay-bahay kasi medyo insecure ang mga tao. I mean, what I mean is they're very protective mm-hmm. of their religion, of their of their families. Kasi nga, yung history nila dito under military rule, they don't just trust anyone. So, I think if you really, it takes time no, for them to, to trust you. Ang ganda nung ginagawa ni Padskirt kasi ano eh, isa nga rin to sa, halimbawa dito sa papacy ni, ni Pope Francis na sinusulong niya yung interreligious dialogue, harmony rin sa iba't ibang klase ng tao, yung peace sa society. Ang galing nung, nung ginagawa niya eh. Mm-hmm. Tsaka ba yung, yung he's serving to 
promote dialogue, not just yung one way, yung Mm-mm. Christian, ay, Catholics and Buddhists, pero pati yung ibang religions. Diba? Ang galing. Diba? And it's so different siguro from what people, pag sinabi mong misyonero, diba? yung typical na iniisip ng tao, yung, uh, yung siguro nakita sa movies, diba? na oh, nga, puro oh. talking about Jesus, yung talagang binibigyan ng no. Bible. Actually, meron pa rin bias din kahit yung mga ilang kababayan din natin na pag sinabing missionary, alimbawa pupunta ka sa isang lugar tapos i-impose mo yung faith mo sa kanila, di ba? Oh, pero at least yung nakikita natin na ginagawa ni Pazkurt is very uh, uh, respectful do sa beliefs ng ibang tao, not imposing anything to them but promoting dialogue and peace with one another. Kahit nga dito, Halimbawa, yung mga youth na nakakatrabaho ko na Catholic students, nagtatanong, Wajaw, Wajaw, that's how they address the priest, mm. no? So, Father, why do you go and meet the Buddhists? You mm-hmm. are a Catholic. Why do you go and meet the Muslims? You are a Catholic. So, in some ways, parang binabago ko yung pananaw nila na hindi kasi pari ako, para lang ako sa Katoliko, I'm just to minister to the Catholics, no? Mm-hmm. But as a Christian, we are called to 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 relate with everyone, no? Irregardless kung Katoliko man siya o hindi. O uh, dito din yung, yung, yung inequality between genders is very strong din. Mm-hmm. So you rarely see women in, in, in church with uh, higher positions no or or, ah. or positions with authority so in some ways i present a challenge to them no kasi uh, most of the time i spend my time with women's group or with youth or with other religions kasi dito each church or each religion is very exclusive so very rare you will see people of different faith come to, together no so in some ways uh Mahirap siya kasi it's a new idea for them. Oh. Ano yung kasalukuyang challenges na kinakaharap ng Catholic Church dyan sa Myanmar? Tayo ba yung masasabi mo na ano? Nag-grow ba tayo in, in number? O despite the pinapersecute ba yung, yung church? O very, very open ba sa society? Ganun ba? Paano ba yung pad-skirt? Uh, uh, when it comes to sa among Christians no ang um, Catholics medyo uh, in relation to the previous government medyo open yung mm. relationship kasi yung yung Catholic Church yung parang stand ng Catholic Church is to pursue dialogue with the government uh, the other church they want to separate with the society no with the country mm-hmm. kasi dito malakas yung Baptist So even among Christians, the majority are Baptist, American mm. Baptists, no? So kahit nga dito you also need to dialogue ecumenical, ecumenism, no, mm. with other Christian churches. So I feel as Catholics, we are able to to work well, no, with different religions and different uh, churches. Although uh, yung mindset pa rin is still very I could say, yung parang Vatican One pa rin, mm-hmm. like we have to ah, look after our church. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's slowly moving to that. Actually, the church here is older than the Philippines. It's more mm. than five. It's already more than 500 years. No, we celebrated 500 years around, I think, five years ago. Pero yung yung growth ng simbahan is not the same as how the, the church grew in the Philippines. So there are cultural and other aspects why why the church did not grow like the church in the, the Philippines. Ah, oh, ang galing no. Mm. Nakaka-amaze na isipin na mas matagal na talagang mas naunang nakarating yung Catholic faith talaga sa Myanmar, no? Ano yan? Uh, mga Spanish ba? Portuguese din yung mga missionaries na unang dumating? Portuguese. Ah, okay. Ah. Portuguese ang unang dumating. Oo. Portuguese. Yung mga first, after ng mga Portuguese, uh, yung mga Italian at saka French missionaries. Hmm. Uh, And then yung Columbans, we arrived here around 1930s. So, not very long time ago. 1930s pa lang. Ang, one of the challenge here is dahil majority Buddhist yung country, in some ways, yung de facto state religion is Buddhism. So, lahat tinuturo sa schools all about Buddhism. Mm-hmm. So, kung magpapatayo ka nga ng simbahan, medyo mahirap, matagal yung proseso. And it's, in many parts of the country, persecuted din yung Christian churches. So, yun yung, yung challenge. How to continue to to live in a place where it's not easy to worship, no? For many of the Christians. Uh... Well, but speaking of persecution, mga ganyan, Pads, uh, was there ever a time that you were in personal danger or uh, mga ganong type of situations? And how did you deal with it? Kung meron. Mm-hmm. I think recently when the coup was declared last, just February this this year, no? So, at that time, as a foreigner ako, at syempre, di ba, yung I grew up as a seminarian yung pag may may ganitong sitwasyon magprotesta agad no so hmm. i really wanted to join no in the street hmm. to walk with the youth syempre mga kabataan na kasama ko andun lahat nasa kalye sa kalsada nagprotesta so they were all as calling for me so as a foreigner syempre i have to look after my other companions, no? yung mga kasamahan ko na Columbans. So I cannot just also sacrifice them. no. So if I get arrested, we will all be May consequence. deported. No? Or, mm-hmm. worse, eh, or worse, we'll be arrested. So I really refrain from being vocal no? about what is happening in, in Myanmar. And then one time, uh, one youth, my isang estudyante na pumunta sa bahay ko. So he was in a, yung nagmamadali, sabi niya, uh, Padre, may isang youth na nabaril. So this was in one of the, mm-hmm. one the, one of the biggest protests dito sa city. So so I had to, they were asking me to give anointment, uh, to give anointing. Uh-huh. So the entire time we were going to the hospital, I was really praying hard na he will survive, no? And then, siyempre, it was not my first anointing, but 
to to know the person you're anointing no and and to know the circumstance that he was shot no during the protest medyo kinakaban din ako kasi anytime on the road on the way to the hospital uh, the police could be could be there no waiting for anybody so eventually we arrived and then i saw him and then uh what's really sad because of that kasi dito mahirap din yung 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 medical situation dito it's not the best no so up to now this this young person is still struggling so he had already around five operations and still it's not yet okay no so that was one experience where i really felt afraid no because i have to do my duty as a priest but mm-hmm. i also have to 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 be careful no uh-huh. going out and then the second one was nagmumotor kami and then at this time almost every road has yung parang my gate mm, parang checkpoint. uh, checkpoints uh-huh. no so i was with one student eh checkpoints so we were from the city going back to the parish so we had to cross the main road and then on the road may mga checkpoint na so kinakabahan na ako kasi if they find out i'm a foreigner and what i'm doing here no because my 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 visa is not a missionary visa no so i'm living on a different parang uh, mm. uh, dito so i'm not really telling them the whole truth uh, undercover uh, oh undercover so, pwede ba i-release parang, parang hindi natin ma-release yung podcast <laughs> 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 Hindi, okay lang. Oo. Paano ba yan? Hindi mo siya nagkatagalog. Oo. Mahirap pa na magtagalog. Okay lang, okay lang, okay lang. Hindi, okay sige, lang. tuloy lang. Oo. Oh. Oh. I'm sure, di, di naman siya nila pakikinggan tong broadcast na to. <laughs> <laughs> Yung military. Yung military. So, so when, when we arrived, nung malapit na kami sa, sa checkpoint, yung yung sudyante na nagda-drive ng motor he immediately made a u-turn mm. so we went to some other roads i can only imagine the lives of the locals here no yung mga tao dito like every night we're not sure there will be a raid by by the army so yung yung hindi ka makatulog ng maayos ng mapayapa so the first few months talagang stress Because anytime they will pick people up, no, in the middle of the night. So parang naalala ko. Although I wasn't born exactly during martial law, but I can sense this must be how people felt no? during that time. So although we are going through these things, but people still trying to survive, no? Nung talagang hindi pa rin sila nawawalan ng pag-asa. So it's hard to live at this time when you know people are are suffering. Mm-mm. Ang galing ng sinabi ni Pascal. Babalikan ko yung sinabi mo na people try to survive. Uh, ikaw naman bilang isang Filipino, bilang isang misyonero, bilang isang pare na nakita mo do sa experiences mo sa makakaranasan mo bilang isang misyonero, yung yung saya sa buhay pagmimisyon, pero at the same time, uh, meron din marami ring mga challenges. Yan, including dangers nga eh. Ang gusto kong matanong sa'yo, what sustains you? 
dito sa submission. Paano mo siya natatagalan? Ano yung nagbibigay sa iyo ng lakas ng loob, lakas ng pananampalataya para ipagpatuloy yung mission? Tama. Siguro, Father Chris, isa is yung prayer life, no? Uh, I'd say, I'm hindi ako perfecto, like, I, I, I don't always follow my 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 schedule, no? Minsan, uh, yung pagod, no? You can just skip your prayers. But I find it really important to to spend time alone with 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 your God, no? Kasi I think it's the only thing that can sustain you with everything that is going on mm-hmm. at this time, no? Even kahit nandito ka sa Myanmar or sa Philippines, anywhere, I think that is the only relationship that can really sustain you so far. But of course, besides having that relationship with, with God, it's also having relationship with the people here, no? For example, with with my community, the Columbans here, and then with the young people that that I work with, and also with the, because sa ngayon nasa parish din ako, so it's the people who really uh, give me uh, support, and also uh, yung, when they ask you, how are you? I think that's really important because it also reminds me that they also care for you, no? I say if they don't ask you anything, then it means they don't care that you are existing here. Mm-hmm. So, minsan, uh, when, minsan nga, I think one of the things that as a missionary also, that really keeps me uh, going on here is also my relationship back at home sa Philippines. Yung familia mm-hmm. ko. Of course, I still worry about them. Uh, so, I think, uh, being out in here in the mission i also need to 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 take care of myself one thing i learned is to to for self care no i think sa if i remember it right kay miss lay uh, mm-hmm. in our psychology or counseling pastoral counseling the importance of really looking after yourself also because mm-hmm. you cannot look after another person kung ikaw din eh, may din pinagdada Anan, no? So, it's important to take care of yourself. Ako, ano lang ako, curious question lang. How do you unwind? How does a missionary, you know, meron ka bang, I don't know, uh, things that outlets mo dyan, oh, oh, or something that, you know, keeps you grounded or just lets you relax? <laughs> o oh, sub-sub sa trabaho talaga. Yeah. Dati, <laughs> dati actually, every October, of the year kasi sa amin dito we, we are given at least one month of break no so the entire year may isang buwan ako na pwedeng gumala so mm-hmm. usually i take my time off around october and then i just go out of the country i travel like a local so i don't try to travel in a special way or through the plane Uh-oh. so usually i take the bus or kung ano yung ginagamit ng locals ang ang madali sa akin because I can easily blend with the locals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kasi nga, kakulay lang natin sila. Kaya nga, napagkakamala nila akong local. So, every time I go out, I hear uh, foreigners have special price. Meaning, <laughs> may advantage pala sa atin. Foreigner ka, oo, pag foreigner ka, at least 
double or three times the mm-hmm. local price. So pag ako, minsan nakakalibre pa. Kasi for locals, free yung entrance. Mm-hmm. Pero pag foreigner, you have to magbabayad ka ng ticket. Galing naman. So minsan, nahuli ako. Uh, there's one one big uh, Buddhist temple here. Uh, very popular sa Yangon, yung Shwedagon. Mm-hmm. So oh. I just, nagsuot lang ako nung sino, sinusuot ng mga locals dito yung yung parang malong sa atin. Mm-hmm. So I nag I dress up like a local so I went inside just normally and then may isang monk na gustong mag-practice ng English niya. So lumapit siya sa akin, nagtanong and then eventually he, re- he realized na I'm a foreigner. So nagtanong siya, bakit wala kang sticker? Usually a foreigner may sticker, no? So meaning nagbayad na ako. Kaso hindi ako nagbayad so wala akong sticker. So sabi nung, <laughs> nung monk, Are you a local? Nagtanong siya. Pero nagsasalita na ako sa salita nila noon. And then, medyo nakuha niya na may accent. So, na-realize niya na foreigner ako. So, sabi niya, napakawais ko raw. Kasi, hindi ako naka- kasi pag local, libre. Pag foreigner, around 10,000 jat. Eh, ang laki-laki na noon. So, hmm. nakatipid na ako. Hindi ka niya sinumbong. So, Anong ginawa niya? Siningil ka. <laughs> oh, hindi naman niya ako sinumbong. So, yun, yun, yun ang one way sa akin yung mag, mag-travel. Uh, Kaso ngayon, hindi, hindi ko na nagagawa. So, dito sa Michina, kung nasan ako, usually, yung, just, yung mag-barbecue kasama yung mga youth. Mm. Ang kaso, ikaw talagang mapapagastos kapag yung talaga kasama mo. <laughs> Paano yun? May, Ubo, may common fund ba kayo? No? Sponsored ng Columban? Eh, hindi, ikaw lang din. Wala. Well, <laughs> personal, yun yung allowance ko. Naku naman. May Western Ubo. Union ba dyan? May Pero, papadala si Father Kisay. <laughs> Ay, may papadala. Hintayin namin. Papadala ko sa'yo si Pads Albert. Tama, Pads. <laughs> Pabigat na ako doon. <laughs> oh sige Father Kurt uh, ayaw na namin I don't want to keep you too long siguro magparto na lang tayo kasi sa totoo lang ang dami okay. ko pang gustong malaman pero um, uh, I don't want to keep mm. you so any last words lang especially what you want people to know about mission at the present kasi maraming hmm. tao na maraming misconceptions about mission. Oo. So what would you like to clarify or parang to bust some myths about mission that you want people to understand at this time? Hmm. Yeah, it's true. No, Dati, we, we, lagi natin inisip pag mission, binibilang natin kung ilang tao yung nabinyagan, ilang tao yung na-convert. And it's true even with, with Columbans. I remember... In, in our early documents, kalagang ma-mention kung ilan yung nabinyagan, ilang yung na-convert. Kaso, mission is more than baptisms or conversions. No? And for me, conversion is not only conversion to, to Catholics. So for me, mission is, is meeting people, no? encountering people and 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 I think that the, the, the experience of mission also converts you to become a better person and what's more, to become a better Catholic, a better mm-hmm. Christian. 
And my hope also is the people that I encounter, kahit Muslim man sila o Buddhist, they also become better Buddhists and better Muslims through that encounter. So mission is not just about yourself, no? na ikaw yung magbibigay palagi. As from my experience, it's myself who has learned more than what I have shared or given. Kasi in, in the mission, uh, sa totoo lang, nothing will prepare you. So when I left Philippines for my first mission to Fiji, uh, I thought, handa na ako. No? But when I arrived, parang, parang kang bata. Talagang walang, walang alam and it everything depends on on the people around you so pero mission can also be done wherever you are no it doesn't also mean you have to leave your your country even within your family within your communities may mission din na andon so for me that is the invitation of mission be wherever you are witness to your to your faith no so i think that is mission Ayan. Maraming salamat sa iyong sharing, Padskirt. Maraming salamat, Oo. Father Chris. Ako, bilang panghuling salita uh, para sa akin, bilang dating kaklase ni Padskirt sa, sa Loyola School of Theology, uh, bilang dating, sabihin natin, kasamahan, kaibigan din, ako masaya ako na, na makita ka, Padskirt. Kasi naisip mo nung nag-aaral pa kami, hindi ko rin ano eh, hindi mo talaga alam kung saan tayo dadalhin ng panahon. Hindi mo talaga masabi kung saan tayo dadalhin ni Lord sa ating mission. Pero kung open talaga tayo, talagang ipapadpad niya tayo sa lugar kung saan mas kinakailangan. At bilang tagapakinig naman, para sa akin, isang malaking karangalan na marinig ang isang misyonero. Kasi talaga nakaka-edify. Marami pang mga kwento ng mga misyonero at mga misyonera na hindi naririnig. Na talagang ano... Uh, Magandang ano, mapakinggan yung kanilang mga kwento, kanilang mga istorya ng pagpupursige, uh, kanilang mga challenges na kinakaharap. Kasi palagi ko nagpapayaman din yun sa ating ano, witnessing ng ating pananampalataya. So yun lang, maraming salamat at God bless you. Ayun. Same for me. Thank you very much, Padskirt, for uh, uh, letting our platform be you know, a, a place for people to hear one story of mission. I'm sure may inspire sila. So, thank you very much. At sana makaulit kami. At um, babawi kami sa iyo pag dumalo ka ng Philippines at some point. So, maraming salamat. Um, is there anything you would like to uh, say, promote, or about your congregation? Baka gusto mo mag-invite? Siguro, isa lang is to, to continue to remember and and pray for the people of Myanmar. Uh, as most of you or our audience maybe know some things that we are still under a coup, no? and, and, and the regime here is very violent. And so we continue to ask for your prayers and support that hopefully this uh, regime will, will eventually stop the, violent, the violence that they are doing to the people. No? And to continue to pray for us missionaries also uh, as we continue to do God's work. So maraming salamat din, uh, Pads Albert and Chris, for the invitation. No? So maraming salamat. Ayur. God bless. Thank you, Pads Kurt. And uh, uh, salamat. And uh, we will see you soon, hopefully. And our prayers are with you. 
Thank you. Salamat. Maraming salamat. O yun, there you have it guys. Uh, nakaka-edify ang interview na ito. Baka nagulat kayo, masyado kaming seryoso. Ma, hindi kayo sanay. <laughs> Pero I think talaga, no, this is uh, one for the books. Ito ba? Very special interview. And ikaw, Pads? Oo nga, kagaya nga ng sinabi ko kanina talagang ako rin parang akong speechless mm-hmm. sa mga insights, sa mga sharings ni Father Kurt. Kasi nga, nabanggit nga natin na magkakaklase lang tayo dati eh, mm-hmm. sa School of Theology. At nung mga time na yun, hindi mo rin ma-imagine kung saan talaga tayo ipapadala ng ating mga superiors, mm-hmm. kung saan tayo makakarating, anong mission yung ating pupuntahan. O saan tayo dadalhin ni Lord. Mm-hmm. Yun yung talagang pinaka-importante. Pero yun, uh, hearing Him, uh, nakita ko yung ano niya eh, yung maturity niya as a priest, as a person, oh, no. as a missionary. Bawo ako dun sa mga sinabi niya. Amen. Nakahanga na I can't help but admire him. And um, of course, uh, sana uh, with all the realizations and learnings, we are also inspired to pray for all our missionaries. They are in uh, grave. They, they need our prayers. No? So we always remember them. They are our frontliners in the faith, in the church. So huwag natin silang kakalimutan uh, sa ating mga panalangin. Oh, tsaka sinabi rin niya na lahat na naman tayo tinawag bilang mga misyonero. Saan man tayong dako ng daigdig, pero Amen. lahat tayo ay merong responsibilidad, merong bukasyon, merong obligasyon mm-hmm. na ipahayag yung ating pananampalataya sa iba. Amen to that. And uh, so I hope and we hope that you have uh, had a good uh, time with us in this episode and buli po syempre if you have any feedback suggestions comments don't hesitate to reach out to our facebook page that's at the podcast so pads chris any last words yo maraming salamat sa pakikinig at muli nyo po kaming samahan sa mga susunod pang episodes all right so there you have it uh, once again ako po si pads albert ako naman po si pads chris this is the podcast and may, may god, god bless, bless us all, all.